good evening. This is River Nessie, and today is the 18th of March, 2022, and it is 7.30 p.m., and I just had some things on my mind that I just wanted to bring up today. You know God is good. God is always good. And I think every each and every day we should thank him for the things that he's done for us. He's kept us safe from harm and helped out our families and our friends when we all needed help. Amen. Woke us up another morning, which is soon going to be in 12 hours, another morning. <laughs> I love mornings. I love to say Baruch Atah Hashem Adonai which means blessed be the creator of all things, the king of all kings and the lord of all lords. It's just a way to um, address God as being the creator. And nobody's greater than him. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. God has been so good to us. There is a lot going on. The, the diseases, the war, um, people are dying and yet you and I are still living. Therefore, we have something to thank God for. I just saw a post uh, earlier, a couple hours ago, that said, I have electric, I have water, I have a roof over my head. I woke up this morning, I have food, and I have clothes on my back and shoes on my feet. Therefore, I am thankful and I am appreciative. And I think we should say that every day, don't you? We should say that every day. And thank God for the Holy Spirit living within us. You know, everybody has a certain amount of the Holy Spirit. Well, everybody has a portion of the Holy Spirit within them. And how he works in your life is according to how you communicate with him and allow him to use you. For instance, like me and my family... We have uh, very strong discernment, unusual discernment. We have a lot of spiritual things going on in our lives. Some are bad, and we just give it to God, and He takes care of the business for us. And some are good. For instance, discernment. We can tell what people are saying. We can hear it in the Spirit. God will allow the Spirit of God to bug per se what other people are saying about us and we literally hear it. my daughter and I now my son he has strong uh, uh, spiritual character too He's, he has a strong spiritual character too and he loves the Lord and Jared has been prophesying since he was a little kid <laughs> I remember one time he told his sister and her cousin, he said, don't put that tent outside because the wind's going to come and blow it away. And it wasn't even a windy day. It was a beautiful, sunshiny day. And sure enough, after they put the tent outside, this wind just came up out of nowhere and blew the tent away. (laughs) I remember when we first experienced that. He had to be about five, if if he was about five years old. And um, God's been using us. We know when the enemy's planning against us, either we hear it or we feel it before we even see it. And it's so funny sometimes how people think that they are getting over on 
you know, the Christian. They're getting over on you. You don't know anything. Uh, we can say this and we can do that and they'll never know it. And we do, <laughs> you know. I, I hope some of you listening to this can feel this and feel the same way and say the same thing. We do. We know more because Christians are quiet, okay, and, and humble. Um, we know more than what we get credit for. Is that true or not? Am I right? Amen. In the same way probably with you. People might take advantage of you. At least they think they are. Because you're peaceful and quiet and kind. And you have a wonderful personality. Or you stay to yourself or whatever. And people think they can walk all over you. But what they don't realize is the Holy Spirit inside of you is not going to allow that. And what goes around comes around. Amen. Amen. What people do to you is going to come back on them. Amen. So it's, isn't it really sad whenever you see how um, your enemies suffer from messing around with you? You know? And they don't realize that God fights our battles. And He always will. That's why we're victorious. No matter how tired we look. No matter how bad we sound. You know, no matter what meetings we miss or, or, or what our bodies are going through. And, and the lack and, and the things that we, we experience in our natural lives we're on top spiritually in our supernatural lives so you know there's so many people that try to kick a man while he's down per se and what they don't realize is you can't kick a Christian when a Christian is experiencing a hardship of some sort the worst thing a person can do is try to make it worse <laughs> because it'll come back on them just like Haman Okay, Purim just went by a couple of days ago where Esther had the Jewish people pray and fast and she saved her people. Queen Esther, married to a Persian king. He didn't even know she was uh, Jewish until she told him uh, that she was Jewish and she wanted him to help save her people. Um, You know, Haman uh, worked for, he was in the palace as well and he had this weird feeling about Esther anyway um, and he didn't like her cousin. We call him her uncle, Mordecai. And um, Haman didn't like Mordecai. And every time Haman came by in the city, Mordecai wouldn't bow. Everybody bowed to him. And Mor- I mean, uh, yeah, Mordecai wouldn't bow to Haman. And Haman got mad. He couldn't stand him. So he built um, gallows. To hang Mordecai. He had plans on hanging Mordecai. He couldn't stand Mordecai. And, okay, so there you think the enemy got ahead. The enemy's ahead. The enemy's going to go ahead and do what he wants to do and harm Mordecai. And and this is what happens to us. The enemy thinks he's going to go ahead and harm you. And he has you down. I got him now. I got her now. You know, and, and the people that the enemy uses, they get all happy and everything because they think they're getting over. And little do they realize is... They hang on their own gallows the same way Haman did. Amen. Mordecai was doing good. He heard that somebody was going to poison the king, so he told the king. And the king raised Mordecai (laughs) and announced it to all of the kingdom and hung Haman on his own gallows. This is what happens to our enemies, folks. No matter what you are experiencing your enemies will hang on their own gallows and i'm i'm not just i'm not speaking necessarily physically but spiritually 
you, what is it, Psalm 92, 11? That's my favorite, one of my favorite scriptures. My eyes shall see and my ears shall hear the destruction upon my enemies. And it happens every single time. So when you're not feeling good, I suggest that you pamper yourself, um, eat well, drink a lot of liquids, and do a lot of tongue talking and a lot of praying. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope you have your tongue. I hope you have spoken in Holy Spirit language. I hope you've experienced it. And if you have, continue to do so. And if you haven't, start now. Amen. This is where you have to stop and and take care of yourself. Some people go on a sabbatical. Okay. You have to block out the world and, and, and pray and wait and listen to what how God's going to answer you. Wait and listen to what he is going to say. If you're not feeling so good, a lot of people, you know, whenever something's going on in the spiritual, because in the natural, you'll feel a little off kilter, as they say. And if you're ever feeling off kilter, do like David did and encourage yourself. You know, I even heard on, was it a GMA three, Good Morning America um, three, today, in fact, just on TV this morning. Well, this afternoon, and they were saying a doctor came on and said um, that it's healthy to talk to yourself. And and one man made a joke, and he said, yeah, just don't answer. And they laughed. Of course, we always laugh when we hear that. But they're finding out, scientists are finding out that it is healthy to talk to yourself. And I say, talk to God. What people don't realize is when people are talking to themselves, they're really reaching out to the God in them. But some people just don't know it yet. No, so talk to God. Amen. Talk to him and wait and see how he is going to answer you. And this is how you get yourself out of a lot of sickness, illness, troubles, worries, debts, bad relationships, anything that can happen in your life. That is the best way to make it better. Stop, relax, and give it to God and talk to Him. And if somebody's listening, that's their fault. They shouldn't be lit. First of all, they shouldn't be listening. And second of all, if they don't like you talking like that, talking to the Lord, tell them to get a set of um, headset, head, headphones. <laughs> hey, put on some headphones because this chickadee's going to talk or this fella's going to talk. Talk to God. He's waiting for you. Amen. There is a portion in each and every one of us, good and bad. There's a portion inside of us that needs God. And God is waiting for us to call on him. Amen. So if you haven't called on him yet, do so now. And if you haven't gotten saved yet, do so now. All Jesus is waiting for you to do is Romans 10, chapter 10. Just um, say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Savior. I believe you died on the cross and rose three days later from the dead. And you love me and I love you. Thank you, Jesus. And that's all you have to say. Amen. And then start your relationship with the Lord. Hallelujah. And start kicking the devil in his teeth. Give him a black eye. Kick him to the curb. I think who was it? Robert Tilton years ago. I think he used to come on TV. He used to always say, give the devil a black eye. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, he's underneath your feet anyhow. So your heel's going to give him a black eye anyway. So put him where he belongs underneath your feet. Because you are 
royalty. You are a child of the Most High. You are loved, whether you know it or not. And the enemy is going to continue to grind on you and grind on you and grind on you the same way he did the Apostle Paul. Paul got so tired of the enemy, nobody knows what it was, but it was a, it buffeted him, which means it was bumping up against him and trying to mess up his life and always showing up, always there. Paul never had a, a peaceful moment because this, he called it a messenger of Satan, kept bothering him. And some of us are like that. And you're wondering why the same thing happens to you over and over. And you're wondering why you seem like you can't get victory because you have a messenger of Satan buffeting you. Look up the word buffet, start studying these things. And Paul went to God and said, God, can you take this thing away? I can't stand this anymore. And God told him, my grace is sufficient for you. So in other words, what God is saying, what you have through me, you can't lose. Persevere. Listen, Christians, let's not be afraid to persevere, okay? Which means hang in there. Yes, you might wake up four or five days in a row with bags under your eyes and and, and not seeing so clear. But the sun will rise again and you will get victory over that thing. God will see to it. Sometimes you get victory in 24 hours. Sometimes you get victory in 30 minutes. Sometimes you get victory in three months. Hang in there, okay? Reverend Essie signing off. Thanks for listening, and I love you. Perseverance and patience. Write those down. Amen. God bless.